0: Welcome back to New Orleans Up Close and Personal. I'm Lynn Buggage. We want to make a quick stop before we venture too far from the old city. I want to visit a seldom discussed but very significant neighborhood, Algiers. Not the capital of Algeria. I'm talking about the second oldest neighborhood in New Orleans, on the west bank of New Orleans, directly across the river from the French Quarter. As the story goes, there are some ties to the country of Algeria. You see, the Mississippi River holding dock at Algiers Point was the destination for many slaves from Algiers, just before being transferred across the river to be sold. Algiers Point would also be the holding area for the Cajuns expelled from Nova Scotia by the British during the Great Upheaval in the 1750s and 60s. This large tract of land after it was previously owned by the indigenous people, was granted to Bienville in 1719 and housed a number of plantations. A part of the Battle of New Orleans was also fought in the Algiers territory. Algiers would become a major railroad center, shipbuilding hub, and claim the title of having the oldest continuously operated ferry service in North America. It was also a segregated neighborhood during post-slavery Jim Crow days. You see, blacks were not allowed in or near Algiers Point. One prominent Algiers resident and landowner was John McDonough. McDonough would become known for willing his estate to the public schools of New Orleans and Baltimore. I'll spare you that song. But also, with his death, came the neighborhood once known as Freetown, for freed slaves and other people of color. Freetown would later be renamed McDonoughville and become predominantly black. In fact, Algiers would become predominantly black, and with the completion of the Mississippi River Bridge, now called the Crescent City Connection, it would extend well beyond Algiers Point to include the largest military installation in the greater New Orleans area, now a federal city development, Lower Algiers, Aurora, and English Turn. Algiers has been called home by many luminaries, including Martin Berman, New Orleans' longest-serving mayor, early jazz musicians, Kid Thomas Valentine and Red Allen, contemporary musicians like Clarence Frogman Henry and rapper Joe Black. Algiers offers much to the culture of the region in many ways, with its own tribes of Mardi Gras Indians and the crew of Tok, an acronym meaning New Orleans' Most Talked-Of Club, which has been parading since 1970. Blaine Kern Float Builders has one of their original warehouses, or dens, near the levee in Algiers. What's there to do in Algiers? Well, hop on the ferry right by the Aquarium of the Americas on Canal Street and find out. It only costs $2, and you'll get some of the best views of the French Quarter and the riverfront. While Algiers serves largely as a bedroom community for New Orleans proper, there are plenty tours of the lovely homes with gingerbread architectural accents along with a passel of festivals, including the Old Algiers River Fest and Wednesdays on the Point during the summer. The Algiers Courthouse on Morgan Street which replaced the The Virgie Plantation that John McDonough bought, still houses municipal services and provides an architectural context for many of the historical homes and churches. Churches like the Gothic Revival-styled Holy Name of Mary Catholic Church on Verette Street. You can also visit the historically black All Saints Catholic Church on Test Street with its remarkable mural, which tells the story of the African American from arrival on the banks of the river to modern days. The Old Point Bar on Patterson Street gets the most frequent mentions for nightlife, but also check out the Dry Dot Cafe on Deleron Street for eats and brews. I have fond personal memories of Algiers growing up as we had family that lived in McDonoughville. Great-Aunt Viola and Uncle Joe Smith raised their family there, as did Great-Aunt Mabel and Uncle Rogers Conley. The Smith home on Vallette Street was the site of many family gatherings, especially when the Nantauk parade passed by their door. We would hop on the ferry and make the walk to Vallette Street, about a mile, I guess, but the distance didn't matter. There were always good eats and a good time. When my grandmother and her sisters were younger, they would visit the McDonaldville Cemetery, where their parents were buried. I think John MacDonald's buried there, too, especially on All Saints Day. Families would gather, pray, clean and paint the grave sites, and then spend the rest of the day picnicking and remembering old times. Though Algiers has grown geographically since the first native settlers were there, the community ties remain strong and true. But someone is always willing to share a story and a drink, so you should drop in sometime. That's all for now. We'd love to hear feedback from you, so send us a message and tell your friends about us. We're now available on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and CastBox for Android users. Bye now.